episode 77, Down the Rabbit Hole of the GPT Store. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Chat GPT Report. I'm your host, Ryan, and today I'm excited to bring you the latest AI news that I feel is important. I say this because I think sometimes myself, I'm sure you, get overwhelmed with AI news, and I'm trying to bring you the news that I feel will be relevant in the coming days, weeks, months, years. Not just, hey, this happened, so I need some filler material to throw your way, but stuff that will actually be relevant. Now, before I begin today, I wanted to address something. If you listen to my podcast, you may have noticed that I sometimes insert ads. I have a a decent little following here, and I'm paid some money to do that based on the ads for the show. I mention this because the episodes are only 12 to 20 minutes long, typically, and there are sometimes four ads pasted all around in there. So with that, I appreciate your patience with the ads because they help me earn a, a nice little small income on the side money there. And hopefully I'm saving that up to buy a, a house for my wife here soon and my kids. So as a one-man show, this is always helpful. And as always, I really appreciate you listening to my podcast. And I just wanted to address that before somebody you know out there is like, man, why do you have so many ads? I do it because, it, like I said, it creates a nice little side income and uh, I'm able to save some money uh, for things down the few, down the road. So... Appreciate you guys listening, and appreciate your patience with that. So, what will we learn about today? Firstly, we'll discuss how to create a Where's Waldo AI tutorial. That sounds fun. Rabbit, what is the lost father? And finally, the GPT store first look. So strap in and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Our small tactic for today, which is a feature or tool that you can use AI in under minutes, uh, or under minutes, my goodness, under five minutes, uh, came to us from Framer. And he posted a phenomenal tutorial on how to make a new Where's Waldo Maps. And it involves giving whatever AI text image platform you use and creating new maps. Now, this, just for reference, this isn't just a plug and play and it works. It does require some extra work, in, but it, it does require some extra work. But in general, he gives you some great examples. Now, for this example, we'll be using MidJourney. Now, how he does it. He gets up to five old photos of Where's Waldo maps to give the system of context. So have some context to like, hey, this is what I'm trying to create. And then has a prompt ready to go to make the Where's Waldo. For example, it says, quote, create a Where's Waldo at the beach with these five pictures attached as reference. And let me to end quote. And let me tell you, it gives you a nice little Where's Waldo maps. Now, I know what you're thinking. Ryan, send that immediately so I can plug and play. It's not that simple. What Framer does is he actually gives you the prompt so you have the base layer with the five maps, which is really cool. So I copied his prompt and threw it right into it, and it created some pretty interesting Where's Waldo maps, right? But he does mention later in the thread that you do have to put some extra work into it. The map actually doesn't have Waldo. So you will have to go into it manually and then add him. So again, it's not just a quick plug and play. So you have to do a little editing, small amount of work. 
Nothing big there. Then the AI itself still has some weird images. I mean, if you look really closely, which is great for Will's, Where's Waldo books, you're always looking for the little things happening in the stories. There's a lot of three arms, a lot of double people, a lot of stuff going on. Remember, AI isn't perfect yet. So, like I said, I will tag him on the thread on X and LinkedIn for y'all to check out. And one of those prompts, and 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 here's the other kicker. Uh, if you don't even want to use the prompt in his thread that he posted, he has 10 original posts with 10 new Where's Waldo creations. So you don't even have to make your own. You can simply grab those 10 he made and add it to your collection of Where's Waldo. Really cool stuff out there from Framer. And again, we appreciate that he has the prompt readily available. That's always a plus in my book. Did a great job. Please go check it out. What is The Lost Father? It's a small animated film about six minutes long ago created by AI. The reason I'm bringing it up is because it's drawing a lot of criticism with reviews like, quote, bad, this genuinely looks like crap, this is awful, and nice PowerPoint. Now, I watched it for you so you don't have to, but you really should. It has a lot of images and slow-moving images with a voiceover in the background. It's a solid little story for six minutes, and I think the criticism is a little off. We are in the early stages of making movies out of AI, and of course there are going to be bumps in the road, and they won't look as good as some of the mainstream movies and short films, but we're at the start. And let me tell you, it's impressive so far. So my recommendation is to go check this short film out just to get an idea of where we at, where we are at right now in AI-generated movies and shorts. It will look different in two months or a year, absolutely. But for right now, I'm impressed. Great job to the real robot, that's the R-E-E-L, and then robot, for making this short film. And again, the storyline was actually pretty good. So even if the images weren't what you'd want, the story with the images combined were excellent. And again, in a year, I'm sure we'll look back and go, holy cow, that... We've come so far, but for right now, very impressive. I think the reviews are just, I think they're a little overboard, to be honest with you. I really enjoyed it. Go check that out. That's The Lost Father by The Real Robot. What is Rabbit? Rabbit Inc., a new AI startup, introduces the R1, a pocket square, a pocket-sized device aimed at simplifying digital tasks without the need for smartphone apps. There was a 25-minute video release on Tuesday about this, which, guys, can we get releases less than 20 minutes? I, I got a normal job here. I don't have time to be watching 25-minute videos, but I did it for you guys, the audience. Anyway, the R1 operates through a push-to-talk button, triggering automated scripts called rabbits to execute various tasks from booking reservations to adding songs to playlist. Unlike voice assistants like uh, Siri or Alexa, it doesn't rely on apps or APIs and doesn't connect to smartphones. Instead, it uses Rabbit OS, allowing users to grant limited access to select apps via a web portal without storing their credentials. Legit sounds like the AI, uh, humane AI pen. Oh, well, stop. Legit sounds like the humane AI pen, which we talked about a few months ago, which legit would be a direct competitor to this. Same functionality. I say same loosely, but it's similar. I, I, all you techies out there will tell me how, how much different they are, but th they're very similar. Speaking of humane AI pen, they just laid off 4% of their workforce with the CTO leaving. 
So things might not be going amazing over there, but we will see. Anyway, back to Rabbit. They just priced at 199 way less than the 700 target that Humane AI Pin has. Now, the R1 emphasis functionality over entertainment, focusing on mundane tasks rather than multimedia consumption. It bloats a unique teaching feature, enabling users to train their own, like I said, quote, rabbits to automate the niche tasks. The device's aim is to become a seamless interface for navigating the digital world, providing an intuitive tool for handling complex errands in real time, all while prioritizing user privacy with its select app access and limited data storage policies. Now, I, I, I know what you're thinking, Ryan. What are your thoughts on this? I really don't know what to think on this stuff. Are these the new iPhones that will disrupt the iPhone space? Or will these end up on Goodwill shelves along with all the other kitchen appliances in 20 years? No one knows, but it'll be interesting to see how they do. Guys, what am I missing here? Am I missing a huge function that these things will be doing? Email me at the report at gmail.com to let me know. I really want to hear your thoughts on this one. The GPT store is now live. It went live on Wednesday, which is yesterday if you're listening to this episode on Thursday. So I really didn't have a lot of time to look at it. But let me give you an overview of what you can expect. Uh, if you don't know what a GPT from OpenAI is, let me explain. Basically, GPTs are like super helpful sidekicks that you can create for specific stuff you need help with. Let's just say you want to help understanding a new board game's rules, teaching math to a brother or sister, or even making your own stickers. These GPTs can do that. And you can share these cool creations with others as well. The best part is you don't need to com- need to be a computer was to make these. It's as easy as having a chat. You just tell it what you want it to do, give it some extra info or smarts, and decide what tricks it should have. Uh, kind of like searching the internet, making pictures, or crunching numbers. It's like having your own little AI buddy that you can make all sorts of awesome things with. The difference here is that you can give it a lot of context, so it's not just scraping the data. It's using what you're giving it to show something. For example, you can feed it a ton of advice on how to negotiate from papers to YouTubes to videos, and the, or from YouTube videos, and then it'll have the context around it to better explain. A real, and, and again, that's a really simplified example, but that is what a GPT is. So, what's with all the hubble love? Hubble, is it hubble love? Hubble, yeah, the hubble love. Okay, we'll go with that. Now, the GPT store is an exciting venture allowing users to create custom versions of ChatGPT tailored for specific purposes, equipped with expand knowledge and customized actions. Some of these include creations like a software that will code whatever you tell it, so you basically need no coding skills. Now, this innovation aims to provide a streamlined process for users to build and publish your GPTs, offering a quick guide on how to create, customize, test, and ultimately publish their unique GPT versions in the store. And also, if you make a GPT, you can make money from your creation. They're looking for that at the end of Q1 is what they were saying. That's pretty cool as well. Honestly, a great replacement for plugins, which a lot of people didn't go through the effort of installing anyway. That's just Ryan's opinion, though. Now, to construct a GPT, users can easily access ChatGPT Plus to create a GPT prompt, follow simple instructions, customize as needed, and then proceed to test and publish their creation. Now, the store's guidelines emphasize compliance with OpenAI's usage policies. Boy, usage policies. Try saying that 20 times fast. And GPT brand guidelines, along with the verifying the builder profile, ensuring a smooth publishing process for users aiming to contribute their tailored GPTs to the store. 
Now, the question could be, why do I need an app store for an AI that is already supposed to know what to do? But I view this as, as an expert in the field. It understands more context than just 40,000-foot view. For, for, let's go back to our, our negotiating example. If you were to put into chat GPT, hey, I'm negotiating uh, – I'm, nego- I'm doing a negotiation in sales in a, in a construction job for this amount of money. Help me out. It would give you a pretty decent answer. But I bet if you made a GPT with all the context of construction negotiating behind it, you would get a much, much better answer. So again, we're talking 40,000 feet versus maybe a 1,000-foot view. Now, when companies like this, when they go open source like this, is when I get excited. What are people creating that will truly change things immensely? I cannot tell you how thrilled I am about this. It's going to get interesting, and I'll definitely be sharing the most important GPTs. But I did get to test out a few that were on there. Because, again, this came out on uh, Wednesday afternoon. This pod goes up on a Thursday. So I really didn't have a lot of time to test it out. And if you know anything about me, I don't like to test things out. I like to give things a little more time so it has a little more breath so we're not just like, hey, the store came out. It's unreal. Well, you've had five minutes and it can't be that unreal. Like, get, Let's see what it really is. Anyway, I did get to test out Canvas, which was pretty cool, and all the, and, and all Trails, which was also pretty popular. Both those were top top 10. And the All Trails was really cool because you can give it your location and then ask for locations within 30 miles to go hiking. And it gives a phenomenal response just like the app would. Uh, so that one was really cool. And back to Canvas, you can type in what you want, and it'll create a sheet for you, which was – and both of those were by those companies – very cool stuff, but it keeps it in their style. Where if you were to put something like that into Chat GPT, right, it couldn't just create. You need a plugin for it and everything. So, very, very cool stuff. I very much encourage you to get the plus so you can take a look at uh, some of these as well. Okay, um, let's finish it out here. So, like I said, stay tuned for making GPTs. And next week, we'll have a more in depth discussion once I've had a week to really look at all of them because I guarantee you there are people going to be staying up all night that have made stuff that are going to. Uh, turn it in for this or people have made them and now they can share because that's a big deal is you can really share these things and people can mess around with them and 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 go all and take a look at them and and um and and, and try other people so i'm sure people have been because this announcement was happened in november and now we're here in january and so i can't imagine what people have already made and now it's hey boom check this out so next week we'll have a more discussion on it my hot take is I'd love for someone to make one on why the earth is flat and then just feed the system with all flat earth conspiracies. It'd be a fun passion project, and I think it'd get a lot of downloads just for the sake of it. That'd be pretty funny. Guys, thank you for giving me a listen, rate, and review, and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a new episode every week on Thursdays with interviews on Mondays. Follow on LinkedIn and Twitter at ChatGPT Report, the purple logo. Please send an email, thechatgptreport at gmail.com. If you'd like to be interviewed or just have something to say, I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and I'm sorry I had the volume very high on that closing. Apologies. We will see you on Monday.